Alrighty, welcome back, Bolt Fam. It's game week. Episode number 31 of Chargers Powder Hour is now going. We, we're up and running. Colin Appel, Miles Raruka here, your co-host. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Uh, T-minus five days until the Powder Blues hit the field against the Las Vegas Raiders. I really couldn't be better. I'm just... This week's going to be long just because I'm just in so much anticipation. I'm just antsy. But, um, yeah, just coming off Labor Day weekend, you do anything You do anything fun this weekend? Yeah, man, it was it was a good holiday weekend. Um, went home, got to see some family. We had some family come in, uh, fly in from Mexico. So that was really fun. Um, love, love getting to hang out with that side of the family, so. No man, nothing crazy. Watched some some good college football games. Uh, watched my Padres lose a couple games to the Dodgers, which wasn't the funnest. But um, no, all in all, it was a good weekend, and uh, nothing too crazy. How about yourself? Um, yeah, nothing insanely crazy. Just got drunk, watched some college football, hung out with family. You know, just another just another weekend in the life of a college kid here in Lincoln, Nebraska, pretty much. But yeah, it's good. Um, but we're back. Um, we're back after it. Bolts game coming up. Can't wait. So yeah, I'm doing good, man. I'm surprised you didn't uh, mention that you ran into your boy Will Compton this weekend. Dude, I did. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, Will Compton, former Husker, runs the podcast "Busting with the Boys" with Taylor Lewan. Coolest dude I've ever met. Um, I did tell him, I was like, I, I was, I even told him, I said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a hold of Brandon Staley. We're going to get you some powder blues. And he said, word for word, man, powder blues are overrated. I can't do that to my Raiders. I was like, Oh my goodness, man. Like, we're not going to get along. Ah. I told him that. I was like, we're not going to get along, man. But now outside of that, he was such a cool dude. Yeah. He, uh, well, he's only been with the Raiders for the last couple of years of his career, right? Because he was he started out in uh, Washington for a long. He was there for a long while too. Spent some time in Tennessee. I think that's how his relationship with Taylor Luan yeah. kind of started. And then yeah, then he was in Oakland. Um, well, yeah, he was in Oakland when they were in Oakland. So, but uh, yeah, and even last year, I think he had, like they had added him and then cut him and then like they added him again did he suit up for any i know he didn't suit up for the chargers game week 18 but was he suited up for the playoff game i don't remember i think so whatever game whenever he was on the roster i'm pretty sure he suited up i can't remember what was going on for the chargers game in which he didn't suit up but they cut him like two yeah, days before that was like one of his they like, brought him back. and then they brought him back yeah. like the monday yeah, after. that's what i thought so but yeah he was a super cool dude. Nice to meet him. I uh, just wish he didn't shit on the powder blues, him, but it's all right. You tell him to come on the pod. I did not. I forgot to plug it. But <laughs> again, I don't think he would want. I don't think he would want much business uh, being on a Chargers podcast. So, yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. Right. I don't think that would have went well. But, but yeah, he was a cool dude for sure. Hey, good stuff, man. Um, well, before we, uh, jump into our chargers content here, um, I did have a a quick icebreaker for you. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, we held our inaugural chargers powder hour fantasy football draft. Um, what what day was that? Was it Saturday? Yeah. It was over the weekend. Sunday night. And, or Sunday. Yeah. Sunday night. Um, yeah, this long weekend is just throwing me off all sorts of places. Saturday felt like. Saturday felt like Friday, Sunday felt like Saturday, you know. But, yeah, Sunday night we had our inaugural draft, and uh, the results are in, the rosters are set, and, uh, man, we're about to we're about to clash here. Week one, we're only two days away. I got a, a couple Buffalo Bills on my squad, so they'll be, they'll be uh, hopefully tearing it up on Thursday night. But how do you feel about your uh, 2022 Chargers Powder Hour 
fantasy team? Um, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, it's okay. It's just it's really random. I don't know if that makes sense, but you know how like sometimes when you play fantasy, you have like certain players that you gravitate towards. I have literally none of those. Um, I do have two Chargers on my team. I got Keenan Allen and Josh Palmer. Um, for those of you that are in our league that are listening, I will put them on the trade block for the right offer. Um, just because I know that y'all will be interested in them. Uh, Joe Joe Shiesty at QB. Obviously Herbert Herbert went number two overall, which is insane. Um, but honestly, yeah. I would have taken him in the first round anyway of a Chargers fantasy draft. That trade value is insane. Um, yeah. You had to figure that was gonna, he was going to go early. And I knew, and I saw him go off the board at two. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Chargers are going to start flying. I didn't here. think it'd be that early, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm okay with my team. I got some, I got like Aaron Jones, JK, Rashad Penny, Jalen Waddle. I mean, it's okay. I don't love it, but I think it'll win me some games. I know I play you week two. Uh, I was already looking at that match. Oh, oh, that's going to be like the, it's gonna the be, smack talk week two like is going to be prime. Gonna be like our Super Bowl, basically. If I lose that game, I'm dropping out of it. I'm deleting <laughs> yeah. the fantasy app. Um, yeah, that that's I didn't know that. I hadn't, I hadn't see. I'm not schedule watching right now. I'm not worried. See, about I it. should be worried but, about week uh, one, but I just had to see. I had to see when I was going to face up against you. Um. So yeah, week two. Look forward to that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't mind yeah, my team. Good. How are you feeling about yours? Uh, yeah, a little mixed. Uh, I feel like, and so for those of you that don't know, it was a 16 team league, which is, is kind of a lot. Um, you know, it really, we were talking about it before we, uh, started recording, you know, it really forces you to, I mean, I don't want to sound like, you know, just the, the, the average Twitter u- user, but you got to know ball. Uh, to a decent amount, um, especially when those later rounds in a, in a deep, you know, when there's a lot of teams in the league, you know, when you're trying to fill up that bench, that to me is always the the, the biggest battle. I mean, snake draft. So, you know, I was picking seventh, which means I had like the seventh and like the 20th some pick. Um, and, and guys start flying off the board quickly. So uh, I got Tom Brady at QB and I got him pretty late. I think he was like the third or fourth. QB taken so I kind of forced my hand there I had to get a decent QB uh Devin Singletary so and I always my thing with running backs is I always go wide receiver heavy before running back just because I don't know why it's just something I do every year every league so my running backs always kind of take a a a back seat so I got Singletary from from Buffalo as my RB one, and I got Chase Edmonds from Miami as my RB two. But uh, my number one pick was Jamar Chase. He was also my number one pick in another league this year that I'm in. So he's kind of been my guy this year. Um, him, Tyreek Hill. Uh, I got Jerry Judy in my flex. Don't like to. I don't like to don a lot of AFC West rivals, but. He was pretty hard to turn down with, you know, knowing who's going to be throwing him the ball this year. So, and then uh, Ravens defense, that's a, always a solid, solid they got bet. Jets week one. So and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, my kicker is Tyler Bass. So, you know, it's, uh, I would say I, I feel I'm a seven out of 10 on my team. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm about, I'm like a six on mine. It's just, yeah, it's okay. But, yeah, I've got some players on the trade block for anybody in our league. Just letting you guys know. So offer <laughs> me something up. I did accidentally I did um I got to a point where I was watching the LSU Florida State game that night and I got to a point where I was more focused on that game than our draft. So I did auto draft the last like four rounds. So now I have like three tight ends and two quarterbacks on my bench. And that's uh, I know I need to add some people, but I'm not I mean, they're all washed anyway, so I'm not too worried about it. But yeah. Yeah, well, good stuff, man. I, I'm excited for uh, Thursday night to be here. Football is so close to being back. I mean, it technically already is, but, uh, yeah, this is just like the the last – man, I can't believe it's here. can't believe it's here. Last couple of days we got to get through, so good stuff. Um, well, I'm excited to kick off just the NFL season and, you know, with the podcast, you know, we've, we 
created this podcast over the off season. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to really dive into more chargers content, you know, week by week and, and dissect it as we go throughout the year. But for today's episode, um, you know, I wanted to, wanted to cover a couple different categories, um, you know, kind of some predictions. Uh, I wanted to get your take on, on a few, um, and, you know, a couple of different categories I thought, well, you actually came up with these, so I should say you, okay. but uh, a couple of different categories that, you know, you wanted to talk about were, you know, who's going to be the team MVP this year? Um, who's going to be the offense player of the year, defense player of the year, um, and so on. So um, I thought that was a pretty good uh, conversation. So we'll just, we'll actually, we'll stop from the, we'll start from the bottom up. Oh, no, no, no. We'll start from the I top think we're forgetting something Let's before we get into this. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. What are you right. drinking? What am I drinking? I am still finishing off my case of New Belgium, uh, my New Belgium variety pack. So tonight I have, I'm starting the episode off with a Mountain Time premium lager from New Belgium. I had one on the last podcast. Um, I think this might be might be my last one of the loggers, so then I'll have to switch over to a either a sour or an IPA, which I'm not too crazy about. But hey, that's what you get when you get variety packs. You now you got to try a little bit of everything. So starting the episode off with the logger. How about how about yourself, man? Do I got a treat for us tonight? Oh, I'm not looking forward to it. So. I was at our place in Omaha this weekend. We just had some random beers in the fridge. Um, and, you know, I picked up, my mom was like, you know, take a few of these with you. You know, we're not going to, we're not going to drink them. So I'm going to do a quick little beer review for you guys here. I have the Avery Brewing Company Dog Haven Imperial Red IPA. That's a mouthful. Holy I know. Shit. It's got like a pig on it with wings on it. It's 9.2 alk percent in it. Um, 9.2? I shit you not. Holy moly, I know bro. I'm going to be stumbling over these in about a few sticks, <laughs> but I'm going to give you guys a quick review. I'm not looking forward to this. Colin and I have shit on IPAs in the past. Man, I'm not looking forward to this, but here's a can crack for you guys. That was there a smooth you go. one. That was a smooth one. I'll go grab an IPA after I finish this one to, so that way we can at least go through it okay, together. Sniff test, it honestly doesn't smell too horrible. I don't know. 9.2 scares the shit out of me, though. All right. Once, yeah, that's, yeah. Well, I'm excited to see how this podcast goes now. Let's one go, drink, baby. Everybody knows the rules. <laughs> All right. So starting off, first category. Oh, my God. Who, all right. How is it? Awesome. No, it tastes like straight ethanol. James. There you go. That'll put some lead in your pencil. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, let's get into this thing. All righty. First category we have is who is going to be your team MVP? Who are you predicting at the end of the year? I know the common answer. Right, but who's it going to be? Yeah, it's hard to not go with the common answer considering that he's my pick for league MVP as well. Um, so I'm, I'm going to be basic. I'm going to go Justin Herbert, team MVP. Um, I just think that, wow, that, that thing is kicking me in the ass right now. That thing was horrible. <laughs> um, but uh, it's great. it's hard to not go with uh, Justin Herbert. Um I just think, you know, this team winning, it's it's all on him. He's the reason that they won nine games last year. He's going to be the reason why I believe that they can win 12 or 13 games this year. Um, that dude is just – he can do just so much with the ball in his hand. Um, I just I, – I think that he's going to end this year as a consensus top three quarterback in the league. Um, and I, I just think that, you know, the reins are obviously all his on this team. Everyone believes in him. He's – the humble leader that everyone loves, but at the same time, the high school jock that everyone hates, but uh, he just, he knows ball and he knows how to win. And just the throws that this guy can make are just 
I don't know. I'm just that's what I'm most looking forward to Sundays. Honestly, just watching the ball be back in his hands at this point. So yeah, it's it's hard to not go Justin yeah. Herbert. I'm gonna be basic. I'm gonna go Justin Herbert. I mean, it's not a wrong answer, obviously, but it's maybe not most thrilling answer. But it's it's hard to not go that direction. No, yeah, and I mean it's the common answer for a reason. I mean, I think like, like you said, he's he's getting a lot of preseason MVP buzz, uh, MVP league buzz. So it's it's very hard not to go that direction. I'm gonna spin it a different way. Um, and, and my reason for this is at this point, we all know how great Justin Herbert is. Um, he's, you could easily pencil him in as a team MVP every year until he's not around. You know, that, that was kind of the deal with Phillip Rivers. You know, he was, he was just that, that steady presence. I mean, he was what made that, those teams um, hum, you know? Uh, so I, I'm going to go in a different way. And I think with as much, as much uh, revamping as we've done to our defense over the offseason, I mean, everyone knows this team can score points. Everyone knows this team can um, can move the ball. Um, you know, they can they can close it out in a two-minute game. They can close it out in a four-minute game situation. Um, what this team is severely lacking or has been lacking in the last couple of seasons um, has been on the defensive side of the ball. And I, I don't think it's any... I mean, I think everyone, every Charger fan knows at this point, you know, if the, if the Chargers had a competent defense last season, they're a playoff team. And they're arguably a, a Super Bowl team. I mean, we saw what that, that offense can do in, in, in games like the, the, the Browns game and um, you know, especially the, the last quarter of the Raiders game. I mean, they were just moving the ball when they had to move it and, and they put up points to keep themselves in it. But... I think Derwin James, he's my team MVP because this team is only going to get as far as the defense is going to perform. I think we kind of saw that last year. I mean, as great as Herbert is, as great as this offense is, you know, as many skill players as we have, um, I think last year kind of showed you in the NFL, you can only get so far with having, you know, one, one side of the ball. And I just think, Derwin James being healthy for a full year. I know last year he re- he was dealing with some of the shoulder stuff. Um, he's healthy now, and he's the quarterback of the defense. So he's my my team MVP. I, I I'm not sure what what his stat line will be like at the end of the season, but um, just the value he brings to that defense is it's just insane. It's I think it's more value than any one player brings to any other defense in this league. Yeah, no, he's he's hands down this defense. He's hands down the leader of this defense. He's hands down just a natural born leader. Um, yeah, a healthy a healthy Derwin James is arguably maybe a top ten player in the whole league. I mean, just his versatility is just absolutely insane. And I think after this year, he's going to be the undisputed best safety in all of football. I already I would already put him at my one position, but obviously, I understand how that argument goes for other people, considering he has missed some time early in his career. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I love that pick. I, I want to do a little something with these categories. I want to do, you know, a team, Chargers, and then I want to get your take. Who do you think will win league MVP? And I, I, want, to, I want to base the league MVP around non-Chargers. Like I say that my pick for league MVP is Justin Herbert, but, like, who would be my 1A and then my 1B, yeah. you know? Like, who do I think is right there with them or so on, if you know what I mean. So who do you think can win league MVP this year? Uh, I'm going to go Josh Allen. I, I I just after watching him kind of blossom the last couple of years, um, you know, I was I'll, I'll be honest, I was never sold on him uh, coming out of the draft, and even after his first year in Buffalo, I remember he played the Chargers in his first mm-hmm. career game, um, and we we whooped him. I yeah, we beat him, um, and so yeah, I mean, I remember I remember him like watching him come into the league, watching him get drafted. Um, I remember watching him play at Nebraska. Uh, with with the University Four of Wyoming, picks. so yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, so I was never sold on him, but after watching the last couple of seasons, especially last season, and you know how he should have and very easily could have won that playoff game in Kansas City. I mean, that just showed me everything I needed to see. Um, and yeah, I I'll take him over like a an older, probably like a more popular quarterback pick, but like 
instead of the older guys like Rodgers and Brady. Um, yeah, I'm going to go on the younger side and I'll go, I'll go Josh Allen. Yeah. I hate to be the same as you, but I, I, I 100% agree. I'm going Josh Allen. Um, I've always liked Josh Allen coming out of school. I think it's cool seeing a dude like, I mean, we're from Nebraska, so it's cool seeing a dude like coming out of a smaller school like Wyoming, who we've had experience playing in the past. Um, I went to high school with a guy that went to Wyoming to play football. I played against some people that went to Wyoming to play football. Like, yeah, I've always been a Josh Allen fan and I, I like the bills. I think the bills, are probably like one of the more likable teams in the AFC for sure. And Josh Allen's one of the more likable guys in the AFC. I yep. think, I think MVP race, it's going to be one, a one B Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, my overall, my overall pick, it's hard to not be biased and go Herbert over Allen, obviously, but like Allen obviously has the skill set and he's going to have the weapons to do it. So yeah, I like Josh Allen as well for MVP. And you're not going to catch me on this podcast saying that Patrick Mahomes has a chance either. So I'm going to go Josh Allen. That's funny. Cause I, I had thought about, throwing him in there um it'll be interesting to see you know two quarterbacks I'm, I'm most excited not excited but just like you know i guess excited to watch how they do this year um or, or two two quarterbacks in our division you know patrick mahomes there's a you know a lot of stuff changed for him um from last season to this season and and then russell wilson you know a million things changed for him um and so just really it'll be interesting to see how they, how their season progresses and, um, and how they do it. But yeah, I mean, for me, it's Josh Allen. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. So I think our next category that I want to go over is who do you think on the chargers is going to be the Opoy? So offensive player of the year, who do you think is going to be the chargers offensive player of the year? And who do you think can win league offensive player of the year? I want to hear your take. Uh, yeah, so Chargers, uh, I think it's, I mean, it, these guys are always going to be 1A, 1B for me on, on the Chargers. Um, but I'll, I'll go, I'll go Austin Eckler. I mean, dude scored 20 touchdowns last year. He does it all. He runs the ball. He can line up in the slot. Um, his pass catching ability is obviously great. Um, he blocks. He pound for pound man i mean that's his nickname pound for pound strongest guy on the team probably pound for pound one of the strongest guys in the league um i don't know i'd probably still say aaron donald pound for pound is the strongest in the league but i think austin eckler is like right there so just a freak man it's crazy to think this guy went undrafted it's crazy to think like no one knew who he was (laughs) like three seasons ago so i'm super blessed that he's a charger that you know we don't get to watch him shed tackles and go for 60 yards. Um, you know, so it, it, he's just one of the funnest guys to watch on this team um, since, you know, I like Danny Woodhead was a lot of fun and he got a lot of like Darren Sproles comps, but I don't think anyone on the Chargers, Chargers has been as fun to watch or more explosive yeah. um, than, you know, than Austin and Eckler. He, and, so. and it's hard to not love him just based off of his off the field personality as well. Like he's one of the very few players in the league. That's like all about fantasy football. You know, I've seen like the DMS and it's like people would DM players to be like, yo, score me 20 points. And the players respond like fuck off or something like that. And Austin Eckler's like, you know what? I'm a ball out for, for all you guys that are drafting me. So. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like that. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's uh that, that would be my offense player of the year. And then, uh, league offensive player of the year. Um, shoot, this is a tough one, but uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Derrick Henry. I had a feeling you're gonna say that for some reason. I don't know why, but I just saw that coming from you. Like as great of a year as Jonathan Taylor had last year, I think people are quick to forget that if Derrick Henry would have stayed healthy for a full 17 games, he easily would have gone for 2,000. Yeah. And that is just insane to me. I hope he can stay healthy, and I hope we can see that. Um, I don't think we've had a 2,000-yard rusher in the league since – has it been since Chris Johnson? Um, Yeah. Or was it, didn't someone do it AP? not too long ago? Did AP get it? Nate, yeah, I think AP might have. You're, you might be right about that. I, I can't remember for sure, but it's just fun to root for guys like that. I mean, when they're when they're breaking barriers and and they're coming up on, like, historic marks, that's just – as a football fan, you have to appreciate that. So I think if Henry can stay healthy, um, I would love to see another just dominant year or from did, him. 
Jamal Charles might have had it one year, if I'm not mistaken. Here, let I'm me uh, go to the old Google machine. Um, no, I don't think Jamal Charles ever actually did, but he had one that he was close. Okay, so the last guy to yeah. do it was Adrian Peterson yep. in 2012. Yeah, we're yeah, yep. Adrian Peterson, 2012, last 2,000 yard rusher. Um, yeah, so you think Derrick Henry's going for 2,000 yards this year? Is that your bold take? That's my bold take. Yeah, I, I want to see him go for 2,000. I mean, we're coming up on a decade. Someone's due. Someone's due to to, to break that barrier. Um, Chris Johnson did it in 09. Uh, so there's only been two guys, and then Jamal Lewis did it in 03. So there's only been two guys in the last 20 years that have done it. So about once a decade, it's happening. So we're about at that mark. We're we're about due for another 2,000-yard rusher at some point, whether it's him, Jonathan Taylor. I, I think Henry would be more likely just because of his the workload yeah. he's going to get because um, he's like, like 80% of that mm-hmm. offense. So... Yeah, I'll go Derrick Henry, uh, league offensive player of the year. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Um, I'm also a fan. Of, I'm also a little bit of a fan of the Titans. I like what they got. I like Vrabel a lot. Um, so I do like that pick. Um, I'm gonna go for Chargers. Oh boy, I'm gonna go somebody that's not gonna get that would not get league wide recognition for Opoy, but somebody that's literally just anchored this offense at this point. I'm gonna go Rashawn Slater. Um. You know, I would love to pick either Keenan or Mike. I'm going to stay away from Austin since you picked him. I would love to go Keenan or Mike, but I think that they're just – they're a better one-two combo than one of them sticking out over another one. So I'm going to stay away from those. And I'm going to go Rashawn Slater. You know, uh, all pro as a rookie. um, I don't don't see – I see that trend completely continuing. I I would guess he'll be all pro again this year considering he stays healthy, which I have no indication to state otherwise that he won't. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Sean Slater. I think uh, he's gonna give up maybe very few pressures this year, if any. Um, I can't give you a bold take on exactly his stats. I don't really watch O line like that, but I do like. I love Rashawn Slater a lot. I don't see how you couldn't. Again, he's not somebody that would get league wide recognition. Unfortunately, O linemen just don't win. Opoy which is just how it goes. But he is somebody that I think is yeah. really going to anchor down this offense and keep our young quarterback and running backs safe. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Rashawn Slater. Yeah. No, that's a great pick. Uh, I think the dumbest thing about that, I think the dumbest thing about Rashawn Slater's season last year was that he didn't get the recognition for being the best left tackle in the league solely because he was a rookie. Like, I feel like analysts, pundits out there, like the safe bet was like a Trent Williams or, you know, someone that's like a, a good proven vet. I think Rashawn Slater was the best left tackle in the entire league last year. And I think had he not been a rookie, people would have recognized him as being that. So I think this year he cements himself as, as the best left tackle in football. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. And then I still have Chiefs fans in our Twitter, in our Twitter comments like, oh, well, the Chiefs offensive line is so much better. Um, because we what? have. Oh, did you not see my beef with the Chiefs fan last week? It was stupid. They just don't. Oh yeah, I I, I saw you, I saw you start some shit. I was but, trying uh, to start shit too. No, it's I mean, entertaining. But for anyone that's anyone to say that the Chiefs' offensive line is better than the Chargers, no, their offensive line is really good. Honestly, like I would, I but like I had people saying like I don't think it's better. Though. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't even better, say that, but it is. It would be. They're both probably top ten units yeah. going into this year. I mean, Cree Humphrey was a baller last year as I a think rookie. The, you can't deny that. But I think the best players on the offensive line for the Chiefs wouldn't even start on the chart, like at, at their positions. Like I, I would still take Lindsley to start over uh, Humphrey, Cree yeah. Humphrey, um, and then uh, who's their left tackle? Yeah, That's a so yeah, I would still take Slater over yeah, Orlando I, Brown. I 100% agree with you. The only thing that they got, they got Joe Thune at guard, which obviously our guard spots as of right now still a little, considering we have a rookie, and then Filer. Who's to say that Zion doesn't surpass well, him I'm, this year I'm, with a great rookie? I would or, you know, that he would, you know, but so. I can understand yeah. why somebody would make the argument now just considering we haven't seen him yet. But, yeah, I don't know. Chiefs fans are delusional. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so for my, for my Opoy league-wide – 
it's tough to not go Christian McCaffrey here, but just with the the amount of injuries he's faced over the last few years, I'm going to stay away from Christian McCaffrey. I'm actually going to stay away from the running back position as a whole. Give me, give me Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings. I think that dude is a Ooh, that dude is a baller, and it, it sucks that he shares targets with Thielen, but you know I think Kirk Cousins is an above serviceable quarterback. I think the Vikings overall are one of the more slept on teams in the league, and I think Jay Jettis is going to be the big reason as to why. You know, I, I think they could win the North this year. Kind of a bold take there. But, I mean, the the Packers lost their best offensive weapon. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Jay Jettas. I think that he's primed for almost a Cooper Cup-like season last year uh, should he stay healthy. I think that he's far and away one of, if not the most talented receivers in the league. So, yeah, give me Jay Jettas. I like that pick a lot. Um, yeah, all right. I think the Vikings, actually, now that you say that, I think the Vikings could win that division. So I just hate Aaron Rodgers. I can't yeah. hate him that much. I got him, him, I got him on my on one of my fantasy teams, my money fantasy team, so I can't hate him too much this year. But Hey, he's on my money fantasy team too, so I, I still hate him. But if he wins me money, I might hate him a little yeah, bit yeah. less. But, you know. But, yeah, that, that's my picks. Those are our picks. So I think next category we got Depoy Chargers and Depoy in the league. What you thinking? Uh, defensive player of the year for the Chargers. Again, I think everyone kind of knows the common take here, but I'm going to go a different route. I like, I like kind of, you know, not going the mainstream route, but, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Joey Bosa. I like it. I think my, my, my reasoning, I think obviously everyone is excited to see Khalil Mack in a Chargers uniform and just to see that duo wreak havoc on, on opposing offenses. Um, I think for me, the reasoning of picking Bosa is because I'm just so excited. I think Bosa is one of the most underrated defensive players in the league, in my opinion. Um, what he's done, the production he's, he's, you know, he's produced over the last two or three seasons. And then you look at the help he has, which hasn't been a lot on that defensive line. I think Khalil Mack, Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, uh, Braden Fajeko, I think these guys are going to. I think we're going to see a career year out of Joey Bosa. I would not be surprised if we see 15 plus sacks from this guy and 10 of those sacks being strip sacks, <laughs> forced fumbles. So, I mean, that we all know that's kind of what he does best. Um, he's always going for the ball. And I, I think he, you know, it's a close, I think it's a close race. Um, I think you could easily go Khalil Mack. I think you could easily go JC Jackson. Um, I think a sleeper for a defensive player of the year could be Bryce Callahan. I, I, I think that's obviously the less sexy pick, but uh, I, I'm just so excited to see this defensive unit as a whole. Um, but more excited, more excited to see um, Bosa's production uh, with these other dogs that they have now on the defensive side. Yeah, I, I like that pick. Obviously, there's nothing I can't, I can't. You can't really dog on that pick. Who do you got? Who do you think then for your uh, league depoy? League defensive player of the year. Oof. Uh, oof. That's a tougher one. Uh, I I think I know. All right. So I need to I need to think NFC, NFC, NFC because I know who I who I would pick with out of the AFC, but I'm trying to think who could compete for that spot um out of the out of the nfc i'm just gonna go first name that comes to mind that's tj watt okay. what's your reasoning behind that pick i like it let me hear it uh not a lot of reasoning like i said just first name that comes to mind um he's a guy that can change a football game in an instant um you know how many sacks did he have last year he was a, he was like a fucking freak last year um so yeah i mean I think a lot of you know the common one league wide is probably Aaron Donald, but um, I'm gonna go T.J. Watt. Yeah, great pick. Um, hard to argue with that. I think he, I think he led the league in sacks last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think he did he too. Yeah, 20. like it, he, he was close to breaking a record. I think he got 20. He? Yeah, which is fucking yeah. insane. So yeah, I love that pick. Um, so for my Chargers depoy, let's just be straight. Both of us have this had the same player in mind, but which is Derwin James, but I'm going to, we're both going to steer away from that just for the fact that we've already talked about him. Um, Yeah. You mentioned Joey Bosa. I'm going to go other side, Khalil Mack. Um, 
when mm. when he I think he's a sleeper for league wide depoy along with Derwin. But um Yeah. I don't know. That dude's just healthy Khalil Mack is just a wrecking ball. I know he's on the wrong side of thirty um as of right now, you know, but edge rushers is one of those positions that you can succeed well into your thirties. Um the strength is obviously there. We've seen the tape through practices. We saw the tape with the joint practice with the Cowboys. Um yeah, dude, he's just He's a beast. I just I cannot wait to. He's gonna be one guy on the defensive side of the ball that I'm just I'm gonna watch every single play come Sunday, just because I'm just I'm so excited just yeah. to see him, especially against the Raiders O line. Oh my so god, he's gonna be a kid in the candy store. Like he is, <laughs> so he is going to be an absolute wrecking ball. And then that other side of the O line's got to deal with yeah. Joey Bosa. You could go you could go with either one of those guys for sure. But I'm gonna go Khalil Mack just because you went Joey Bosa. Um, Nothing wrong there. The Bash exactly. Brothers. Then, I love it. And then for my um for I'm gonna go with my sleeper for Depoy up. Gimme give gimme give SJD for sleeper for the Chargers Depoy. Um, you know, I think especially if teams are focused on Joey and Khalil, you know, he that might open up some room for him on the inside. So that would be my sleeper for Chargers Depoy. But league wide, you know, I thought I thought Miles Garrett initially until you made that con about thinking NFC, and I'm gonna go Micah Parsons of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Ooh, okay. He, I mean, he made his debut against us last year, and that was not fun at all. Um, it's he's a beast, yeah. dude. He's just off that edge, yes. second year dude out of Penn State. He is a scary dude, and uh, I just think he can do a lot. He's really versatile. He could come off the edge. He could play that outside role pretty well. Um, I just think he can do a lot, and I think he's going to do a lot. I don't have the. I think the Cowboys are again overrated, but he's one of the reasons why they should be considered a threat in this league. One of the few reasons why they should be. So yeah. I'm going to go Micah Parsons for my depoy league wide. I like that pick a lot, actually. Um, yeah, no, he's he came into the league as a, a linebacker. Yeah, right? he was linebacker outside or transition. The to first edge. game, sorry, he his first game wasn't against us, but his first game on the edge was against us. Which was yeah. frightening. So yeah, I, I think he, and he can do a lot. ate Storm Norton's yeah, lunch. He, he can do a lot. I'm I'm happy we're not playing the Cowboys this year. So yeah, that's no, a solid pick. Um, which brings us to our next category, um, which is comeback player of the year. So let me ask you first: who uh, who's your Chargers comeback player of the year? And then who's your league comeback player of the year? So typically, comeback player of the year is somebody that's you know coming off like a significant injury in which they missed time of. But if you think about it, there's really not too many chargers that come off the top of my head that are coming off significant injury that missed a lot of time last year. So I'm going to go with somebody, you know, who was maybe a little banged up, played through some injury last year. Um, you know, I wouldn't say he showed a shell of his former self, but somebody who I think is going to, I know we are, I know we're going to talk about breakout later, but I think somebody who's going to really like, show who's who solidified themselves as a solid starter but somebody who i think is going to come back from being a little banged up last year and really show that they've got it all i'm gonna go nasir adderley um with that safety duo like that derwin james i think derwin's gonna open up a lot for that defense just with his versatility you know if you got derwin coming off the edge you're gonna need somebody manning it deep and i think just nasir adderley is gonna have that versatility to just really be able to roam free you know he played with that wrist injury last year um, he definitely had a few times where I think it was a Cowboys game and the Chiefs game, the first Chiefs game where he had easy picks and like he wasn't able to come down with them because he was playing with like a club on his hand or things like that. But I mean, we even yeah. saw him club That's or true. not like he was laying the wood against some teams like he was just straight up <laughs> fucking dudes up. I remember Hilaire got straight put six feet deep because of him coming up the middle. So I'm going to go Nasir Adderley as comeback player of the year for the Chargers. I like that a lot, man. Then, um, well, let me go. Pick, let me go my league wide. Oh yeah, go, ahead, go. My league go for league wide. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I haven't even thought about this. Oh, okay. League wide comeback player of the year. I know I mentioned him earlier. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume you know health is no longer isn't a factor right now. Well, like he stays healthy. I'm no Christian McCaffrey of the Panthers. Um, I think he'll be their best weapon this year. Yeah. Um, DJ Moore is obviously a great great receiver as well. And they just traded for um who did they just trade for the receiver? Um, shit, I can't remember. They did trade. They just traded for another receiver though. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go 
Robbie Anderson? No, no he got there in the offseason. Who the fuck was it? It was just last week. But anyway, yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Christian McCaffrey as my comeback player of the year. Um I expect him to put up some numbers should he stay healthy. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with there. Okay. So my pick for comeback player of the year for the Chargers um is also on the defensive side of the ball. And he's also in the secondary. So uh I'm gonna go Michael I Davis. Good old Vato. Um I think after he had had got his contract extension um, two years ago, after that kind of a little bit of a breakout season under Gus Bradley's scheme, uh, I think he really struggled last year. Um, you know, transitioning to, to Staley's scheme, and uh, you know his job completely changed. You know, he's still playing d- defensive back, but it's a completely different job with different responsibilities, and. Uh, it was really refreshing to see him have a really good preseason, a really good camp. Um, I think his confidence is kind of back now that he's, you know, there's continuity on the defensive side. And um, I think he, he showed me a lot. I think, you know, go, going into the camp and preseason, we were kind of talking like, man, he, he could be like pushed out of that CB4 spot, you know? Um, and, and he came in and, 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 you know, made sure no one else, you know, that, that was his spot. I think, He's probably even he could be CB three. I mean, it just depends. I mean, he's he's a starting cornerback. That's all that matters. Um, but yeah, I mean, just I was impressed with you know his preseason and his camp. So uh, I um he's my pick for for comeback play of the year. Pick. I so, love that pick so much. And then league wide, fuck, this is a tough one for me. Um, I think Christian McCaffrey is a solid pick. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a repeat answer here. Let's hear it. I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go Derrick Henry All right. <laughs> again. All right. uh, it's not much of a comeback because I think everyone was everyone knew uh when he went down I and mean, he was already having an amazing year, but I think just in terms of like coming back as like, you know, he everyone the, the league is just excited to see him again. Um, you know, when you have a talent like that. I mean, same him and McCaffrey are in the same boat, right? I mean guys coming off injuries um who you know have have lit the league on fire just insane talents freak freaks of nature and uh, yeah i mean that's probably the toughest one for me to answer just because i would probably need like another 10 minutes to think <laughs> on that one so uh for time's sake uh, i'll just go derrick henry for league-wide comeback player of the year yeah fair i think that that answer kind of speaks for itself um Definitely not hating that pick. So what, what's our what's our next category? But I, I got to remember now. So our next one and our last one um, is sorry, fans. We're going to get negative here for a second, but uh, it's been mostly positive this episode. So um, it's natural that we have some some balance here. But uh, who is going to be your call it your drop off player, your disappointment of the season, a guy that you are high on now and excited to see now but if we look into our crystal ball come week 18 or or postseason or even you know uh after the season who's going to be a guy that you just look back on and you're like damn man i really thought he was going to have a year and it just it it didn't happen for him yeah um i'm I'm, i think we should just stick with chargers on this one just because i can't think of anybody in the league right now and that would take us a bit so but my chargers that's the Chargers fair. Yeah. fall off. My Chargers disappointment is somebody who has already had kind of a rocky start to his career in the NFL. Um, is somebody that I'm hoping breaks out, but is somebody that I just, you know, I'm I'm having a hard time, you know. How do I know? How do I know where you're already going with this? Because it's pretty easy. Someone who you know hasn't been the greatest. I think there's two guys that fit this same you know, this, this answer here that I've been explaining so far, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go Kenneth Murray, unfortunately. I fucking do it. I, I fucking feel bad it. saying it, but if there's anybody that's the only reason I feel like, I feel like the last two years I've been really high on him. Like, okay, after his rookie year, okay, you know, maybe he'll, he should be able to pick it up. You know, we're going to get him a new system to thrive in. And then last year it was just kind of the same thing. So I think a lot of people are really hoping that breakout comes this year. I think a lot of people are really high on that breakout coming this year. And I just think that there's a chance 
I think that there's a higher chance out of anybody that he's going to be the one that disappoints, unfortunately. So I hope it doesn't, obviously, but I that yeah. it wouldn't really shock me to see. Now, yeah, I got me? you. That was weird, but yeah. Oh, sorry. I like, accidentally muted my computer for no, a second. Good. Yeah, Kenneth. Um, all right, before it, before I uh, answer this, let me let me grab a beer real quick, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a nice cran- can crack, and then because uh, I told you I was gonna, you know, we're we're getting near the end of the episode, and I can't leave you hanging on the IPA oh, God, here. So, nasty, so I, I I gotta go grab one, and uh, let me let me. It's gonna be taking two seconds. All right. I'll, I guess I'll keep you guys company while Colin goes and grabs his beer real quick. Um, little IPA review here for you guys. Um, literally, if you guys could see my camera on, you would just see me making the worst face ever after every single drink. It tastes like it's was like dropped in dirt. It's it's horrible, man. It's I would give it like a like a point one just because of the fact it's actually liquid. So it's it's pretty bad though. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've never been an IPA guy, but I got the uh, the New Belgium Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. So let me uh, let me give this nice little can crack here, and then uh, ooh, love it. It's my my favorite sound. Yeah, that, that, that was, that was um, all right, so my Chargers drop off slash disappointment player um, is also on the defensive side of the ball and is also a linebacker. So we're kind of dancing around the same, uh, some of the same position groups here, but I'm going Drew Oh Tranquil. man, that sucks to hear. I, I uh, man, he had a great, he had a really like, he, he showed so many flashes his, his rookie season. I mean, I, I remember specifically the punt block against green Bay. Um, and just a couple other. I mean, I think he had a couple picks, maybe, or just big time, big time plays. I can't can't remember specifically, um, but uh, I mean, it, it's not. I would like to clarify and say it'll for me it'll be more of a disappointment because it'll be less less of what he does on the field, and it'll be more of the dude just can't find a way to stay on the field. You know, the greatest ability is your availability, and. I don't know. I, in, in, I don't know. Even when he's been on the field, especially last season, I know he was a little banged up, but when he was on the field, like he just didn't disappointment in the sense of like, because he showed so many great flashes that first rookie campaign, um, you, you just expect to kind of continue to see that. Um, I remember a guy, another linebacker the Chargers had a couple of years ago that kind of reminds me exactly of Drew Tranquil, not necessarily as a player comp, but just kind of how their first couple of years in the league have played out. But Jatavis Brown. Yeah. Remember yeah, him? I love Jatavis Brown. Like, I was convinced he was going to be like our Mike linebacker for the next like decade. Like just a staple of that defense. I like, had such a great rookie campaign and then just, I don't even think he's in the league anymore. <laughs> like uh, things can change quick. You know, it's, you, you hear people say, Hey, the average career, you know, span in the NFL is like three years or whatever, but it's true. You know, guys can have a great year one year and two years later they can be out of the league. And I don't think that'll happen in Tranquil, but you know, this is year three now on his rookie deal. Yeah. So he's, I mean, he has all the the motivation in the world to come out and kill it this year. If he wants to get an extension or, um, you know, be in the league longer than four years. <laughs> like it's, it's crazy to think about that already. I mean, it's already year three for him, but, uh, or no, is it year four, four for him? Yeah, it's four. Cause you- it's year four. So this is like a make or break year for him. Um, he's either going to be on this team next year and be a, a, a really good, you know, contributing factor, or he's just, he's not going to be here. So I, I would love to see him break out and still be here in a year, but, Something's telling me that it's just, you know, it's going to be not necessarily a drop-off, but more disappointment for, for Drew Tranquil. So I hope I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, we both obviously hope we're wrong with our picks. We both hope that they turn into great caliber players for our defense. Um, but, yeah, I understand best availability is availability. Or best ability is availability. So, yeah, I, yep. I 100% get that pick. Last last category I want to go over real quick. I don't think we wrote it down. But who is your who's your Chargers breakout this year? 
Ooh, Chargers breakout. Uh, I'm going to go... This is kind of an easier answer. We probably are thinking the same thing. But I'm going to go Zion Johnson. Okay. Was not thinking the same thing, but I like it. Let's hear the reasoning. I mean, had a great camp, had a great preseason, uh, had great rookie mini camp, great OTAs. Uh, I mean, he's just he he's hit on every notch so far um, this offseason, and I think the hype is rightfully there. I mean, he's he could be another. I mean, when you look at this offensive line as a unit, you know, I think two of the guys on this line could be here for the next decade. And that's Slater and, and Zion. So uh, that gets me really excited. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just think as far as a breakout standpoint, you know, who's going to jump out jump out of the screen, you know, and, and really just be like, holy shit, like we got this guy towards the end of the first round. Are you serious? Like it's insane, you know? Um, so yeah, for me, it's Zion and, and it's just going to be refreshing to have, you know, more offensive line talent um, to that unit. It's, it, it's, it's really refreshing. Yeah. I love that pick. I, I'm going to stick on the offensive side of the ball as well. Somebody that I think we've mentioned every single episode now, Somebody whose stock is to the moon currently. Um, I think you know who I'm referring to now, but I, I'm going to go Joshua Palmer, uh, wide receiver three. Oh, damn. That's a really good pick. Like I, I don't know why I didn't think about that. So I hope that Gotti breaks out. Um, yeah, they're definitely looking for another weapon outside of Keenan and Mike. He showed the flashes last year. He's shown the flashes through t- training camp, and now it's, it's, it's – it's ready to roll out the red carpet and introduce the league to Joshua Palmer. I don't think teams are ready to deal with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and uh, then have to deal with this other guy overall. So, yeah, I got to go Joshua Palmer. Yeah, that's that, I think that's that that's the pick that takes the cake right there. I mean, everyone's excited to see Palmer this season. Um, like I said, I – it, it was the moment that I was walking out of the stadium in the Patriots game when it was like the garbage time touchdown. I was like literally walking down the concourse and I like peeked in to watch like one more play before we like left because it was not a great game overall. But the one play I, I went back into peak, it, the ball was like in the air. And then I was like, oh shit, you know, there's, you know, Palmer's going to have at least a, a play at this. Goes up, makes a great contested catch over two New England defenders. Um, and I just had this thought, I still remember like my, I just kind of had this head nod, like, okay, like Josh Palmer, fuck, like, you know, so, um, that for me was the moment that I was all in. And then obviously like the week 18 game against Vegas. I mean, I think that was really for most fans and most people was probably, that was the most recognizable moment of like, oh, this guy's going to be fucking stuck. Dude, that week 18 game lives in my head rent free. Like I literally think about it probably every single day since I've left. So it's it's revenge time, dude. It is time to let's not just <laughs> yeah. win Sunday. Let's like beat the shit out of them. Like I Dude, yeah. I, I'm right I there know. with you. But yeah, so I think that concludes our award predictions for our Chargers. Um before we get out of here, let's go over yes, it does. quick news today. Uniform schedule dropped. Um let's go over that real quick. Yeah, uh, I got to pull that up right here. So uh, the Charger, it's pretty simple. When uh, I think if you saw Daniel Daniel Popper's tweet, I think his tweet was like the easiest way to simplify it. Um, they're wearing powder blues for every single home game besides two, which uh, one will be the navy blue, one will be the royal blue. They're wearing the navy blues week seven versus the Seahawks. And they're wearing the royals week 14 uh, against the Dolphins. So other than that, every other home game will be powder blue. Every away game is going to be white. So kind of, it's easy to simplify. Um, and we, I know we were also talking before we hopped on, uh, you know, I wish they would, they would give us an update on like the pants. Cause for me, it's all about the pants. The pants make, they make the uni. Um, I am a huge Huge fan of the yellow pants. pants uh, I just, I, they're so clean with the powder blues. They're clean with the whites. I think the white top, yellow bottom is like by far my favorite combo. And uh, yeah, I mean, I also, I love the royal blues. 
I fucking love the Royal Blues. I wish, I wish that wasn't that was more than just like a one week thing. You know, I wish they could incorporate that, uh, you know, a couple times a year. But you know, it is what it is. Chargers still have the best unis in the league, so no matter what the uh, the uniform schedule is, you know, those boys are gonna be gonna be drippy. Yeah, no, they're gonna be crispy. Also, I don't, I don't understand what's Popper's beef with the Navies, man. I don't get it. The Navies are so clean, but he <laughs> hates them. So, yeah, man, I, 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 I kind of see where he's coming from. I'm not, I'm not in love with they're the Navy. Clean, man. Um, I like them. Like, I don't, I don't dislike them, like Popper, but um, they're, they're not. I, I like the Royal Blues better than the Navy Blues. I'll put it that way. Okay, fair. I, I mean, I understand that point, but they don't have a miss in their uniform combo, so. Yeah, I, I'm in, I'm intrigued with the pants no, too. I, I love them yellow pants. I know some people hate on them. Don't know how, but yeah, love them. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, gosh, we're so close, man. We're a couple days out. We're so so close. Um, and I I know even Thursday night watching that game is just going to be even more of a tease because we have to wait a couple more days. But NFL NFL football is here, man. It, it's it's game week and. Uh, it was just so refreshing to to watch some of the, um, you know, sports sports talk shows, and you know they're they're going over their season predictions and all that stuff, and I'm just like, man, if it's it's here, it's finally here, dude. I know. I it's let's see, it's T minus what like forty eight hours till kickoff of the first game of the year. So I don't know, man. I, I literally I cannot wait this this week. It's already Tuesday, but this week's gonna go by so slow. Just thinking of Sunday. Man, it's Sunday's yeah. like Christmas morning for me. So it is, dude. It literally is. Um, yeah, I need to figure out. I need to reactivate my NFL uh, Directv. Well, no, Directv's not doing the Sunday ticket anymore. I don't are know. They? You're asking the wrong guy. My buddies. I need to figure. My that buddies out. have red zone, so I'm usually always at their houses for the games. So yeah, 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 man. Nice. Any any plans for Sunday? You're gonna go out to the sports bar, or just gonna watch at home, watch that at a friend's? I'll just go to my buddy's house. They'll have Red Zone on the TV, and I'll watch the Chargers game on my computer. So I'll have updates going all over nice. the place. So yeah, man. Heck that's yeah, all dude. that I'm pretty much gonna do for the first game. Um, I would love to go to a sports bar, but let's be honest, it's another Saturday in Lincoln. I probably won't be feeling too hot Sunday. So, but I'm gonna power through for for football, yeah. baby. It's it's coming. It's almost here. So it is, man. Well, hey, man, um, that's all I have to talk about. And uh, unless you have anything else you want to add, um, let's get out of here because I just made dinner and I'm I'm starving. So you have anything no, else? I got to I got to get out of here, go get a workout in and get some dinner myself. So let's bounce. Good stuff, man. Well, Bolt fam, we appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode of Chargers Powder Hour. This was the Antonio Cromartie episode, episode number 31. Yes, he does have a million kids. Yeah, facts. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we went over our, uh, you know, awards, award predictions, I guess, individually for the Chargers um, and league-wide. So uh, with that being said, we're going to get out of here. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Powder Hour Pod LA for all the latest news, updates about the podcast, and obviously about our bolts as well. So with that being said, we will catch you guys back on Friday with a preview of the week one game against the Raiders. So that's all I got to say about that. Peace.